Good day, nerds, and welcome to episode 212 of the Nerd Cantina Show. I'm your host, Ken, Joe my co-host, Steve, and we're going to recap a little bit of nerd news. We're going to begin in entertainment, give a quick update to some box office numbers, discuss a little bit of gaming news, and then move over into tech with NFTs, crypto, Mark Zuckerberg's getting sued, and then some space news. A lot to get to. Let's get started. Calling back all nerds. Nerds! All right, and we are here with episode 212, and no movies to see. I think last week we screwed up, because we were talking last week, like Top Gun was hitting this week. No, and, uh, I, I, I knew it, it was coming soon, because I got the babysitter yeah, scheduled. Yeah. It's on my it's on my calendar. It's this Friday. I'm, I'm a little disappointed you didn't go see the, the Downton Abbey movie. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think that was the big release uh, over this last weekend. So a little upset that you, we don't get your review of the Downton Abbey. But All we'll, right, you we'll want, survive you want one quick, more week. You want a quick one? This is trash. Okay, <laughs> if you're a Downton Abbey fan, I'm sorry, I can't feel you. Like I'm, I just can't, I can't get into that shit. I just nope, nope. Sorry. <laughs> so you want my review? Get a life. <laughs> if you if you fantasize about living in colonial British times, one you white as hell. <laughs> two, <laughs> two, you really gotta get a hobby, man. Like, there's so much better shit out there. Send your hate mail to Steve at thenerdcantina dot com. Uh, but stick around for the rest of the show. I promise you, this will only be <laughs> one insult thrown at you for Downton Abbey. Hey, we, might, we, we can insult yeah, white yeah. people as much as we want here, okay? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's but, get let's get know, into we, it. We talked about you know Top Gun, uh, Maverick being able to unseat Doctor Strange and whatever else, and that would be the end of them running the box office numbers. We were wrong. Off, we we misspoke by week. So Doctor Strange was still leading box office this uh, this week. It now grosses over eight hundred million in uh, in international sales, so it's it's getting close to that billion number. It's not gonna. I don't think it's gonna make it I there. Right? I don't it's, think it on, can on run week three. I don't think it's gonna make it. But still, it's still an impressive showing for a meh, yeah. <laughs> mediocre movie. Yeah, like, like, but it's just like I said, it, it's it's whatever. We, I mean, <laughs> it's just Marvel. This is just what they do. Well, I mean, because at this point, if you are like current on Marvel movies, you're fucking pot committed. You have to see you're it. Pot yeah, committed, yeah, yeah. bro. Like you gotta, you gotta do it. You just have to. You have to see it. So you have to decide: do you spend the money to go see it, or do you wait two months, knowing that all the big stuff is going to get spoiled out? Oh, it's like, already you're, you're it's gonna... already leaked. They've already like oh, hundred percent. They're like, already yeah, putting they... Black Bolt shit on there, Reed yeah. Richards shit on the line. Like if you don't know now, as like our... the as like the thumbnail pictures for headlines now, yeah, right? Like yeah. it's just, no spoiler warnings, no nothing. Just it's it's all out there. So yeah, that's insane. You either have to go see it in the theater or. Just wait and know you're going to know 50% of the movie before you go into it at that point in time. But uh, so with that not happening, the big reveal or big movie this week that got a ton of headlines was the Chippendale Rescue Rangers getting released on Disney+. Plus. Yeah, and I didn't get a chance to watch it. I, I literally only watched like the first 20 minutes of it while I was waiting for us to start recording this. And <laughs> luckily... The the article that we grabbed most, just because we talked about it a bunch, was you know there's an article about Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers and having a, a cameo 
of yep spoiler alert the cameo is of ugly uh ugly sonic and, and i'll say yeah. i watched the i watched the first 20 minutes and i got to see that scene Boom. and it is pretty great like <laughs> <laughs> i'm not i'm not gonna lie there's i'm absolutely going to finish watching that movie like it's, well i have to out of nostalgia reasons and i yeah. gotta i gotta make my daughter watch it you know for those that don't remember ugly sonic is the original sonic for the movies that had all had human Twitter teeth and, and <laughs> yeah, just just everybody was like, "Oh my god, don't don't do this!" And they they shut the movie down for a whole year just to fix <laughs> Ugly Sonic, which. I like the Sonic movies. I don't know if I would have liked it if Ugly Sonic was in there, like in retrospect. So it was kind of a good thing they did that. But they they resurrected the hideous Hedgehog for for the for a cameo in Chippendale Rescue Rangers. And I, I'll, tell man, you, from, I'll take from, it from the first twenty minutes of watching this movie. It is absolutely full of all the nostalgia. They bring in all kinds of characters. As a kid who grew up watching like Rescue Rangers, they they treat this as like. Chip and Dale are now like washed out Hollywood ex stars because Rescue Rangers got canceled. Yes. And, <laughs> yes. And like that's that's like how the movie starts is they're telling the story of them being out on the you know the talk of the town being to the Rescue Ranger guys until they got canceled and now they're going around. So it's like the so Sonic is brought in as a character who's like another failed person and he like outright like they call him ugly sonic in the show or in the movie they could refer to him as ugly sonic and he defends himself saying how he had a great movie career ahead of him until the twitter mob got a hold of him and he that's got fired great. Like, it's that's so great. great even so the cartoons watch- even the cartoons aren't safe from twitter yeah like, so that's the- great and I, I think whatever the rest of the movie is, it's it's. I think it's good nostalgic entertainment. So I'm gonna watch the rest of it. Well, give me give me it's all happening. of them, man. I want a Ducktales movie. <laughs> I want all that shit. Give it to me. Fucking Darkwing. Bring me Darkwing. <laughs> but that's uh that's it. I think that's really it in entertainment news. Like not a lot going on. I feel like we say that every well, we, week now. Maybe we have this a, is just we have where a merge, we're at. Now. We have a merge story between entertainment. And that's true. Going tech. into video games. Uh, yeah, we got a couple overlaps in video game and tech. And, you know, the first one is, well, EA EA came out that they are actively shopping for, for a buyer. Like, EA just wants to be out of the video game business. Uh, they're done playing here or whoever the team behind it is. And they're looking for a buyout. And I can't and, believe, like, Xbox or PlayStation didn't just scoop them up without, without before headlines like this hit. You know, like, Bethesda didn't have to shop around. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, I mean, it's absolutely true. It, it's It's kind of a... A weird position that EA just kind of broadcasts this that you know they didn't kind of silently go to the well, gaming partly platform because just they, get this taken care of. They have the Star Wars licensing that alone is worth something, right? Yeah, you would think so. Uh, and coming out right now is that Apple is emerging as a is a pretty serious potential buyer for for EA. I guess I don't get it. I don't get. I mean, oh, like I get of all it. the people, I get it. Apple was Apple's like, in talk. Microtransactions, yes, please. <laughs> like, that's what they were all about. Fucking the two microtransaction Maybe. kings of fucking the world were just like, all right, let's have let's have a micro Maybe, party. But do they really want to run a, a major game studio? Like, it, it's just weird. Like Disney and Amazon also have been in serious talks about purchasing it. Uh, so. You know, it's it's all the the tech players that don't have existing consoles or gaming studios, and I guess for, for like console fans and stuff like that, maybe that maybe this is a a better sign or a wanted sign that EA doesn't become some kind of exclusive pawn of PlayStation or Xbox or whatever else, and they can still just 
yeah, carryover licensing in, in a cross-platform way through Disney or Apple or Amazon. Uh, but I just I just found Apple to be a weird weird one kind of leading the conversations. I mean, it might be a, a mobile play, you know what I mean, to get some of the, the like, what's, man, I'm, tr- I'm trying to think of the name of the game. What's the one where you shoot the marble ball down all the, like, Plinko things? Um, I keep thinking of, like, Bedazzled or Bejeweled, but it's not. It's something... I don't know, but there's two of them. Two like really fun EA games that are on Game Pass if you wanted to play them and it's literally like Plinko. You know, oh, like really? they could be making a play for all the the mini games that EA owns to put them on mobile, for, you know, for all we know. Plus they they own the rights to Madden, just the name alone is worth something. They own the rights to Star Wars. That that last Star Wars game was pretty fucking dope. Like Yeah. It was pretty fucking dope. You know, battlefronts, all that shit. Like, it, which is why I thought Disney would emerge as as the top player here, right? When they already they're going to want to control their own Star Wars licensing and Star Wars game, right? By EA, bring it back into the, at home. Uh, even this article that that we have linked talks about like the fact that yeah, EA owns Madden and all these licensing rights with all these uh, sports franchises. Well, Disney also owns ESPN, right? So there's also a lot of like promotion and stuff that they can do uh through their well, they, other they're companies not that known they for like they they've ran their own video games a few times like that man i got like 40 fucking disney infinity fucking figures in a box <laughs> downstairs because they discontinued the fucking game i know you shit. gave me some i know i had doubles <laughs> the only way to get a few is to buy a few doubles <laughs> so i passed it passed it on down you know like i i could see Apple makes more sense than Disney to me, you know, because they do have a, a mobile kind of like aspect to video games. Like, I don't, I didn't realize, you know, when, when people talk about how big the, the video game industry is and, and the, you know, multi-billions era, like you could take all the money movies make, all the money music makes and all the money TV makes, I think, and combine it, and it still doesn't beat the money video games make. Yeah. And part of that has to be mobile gaming, because, like, I know PlayStation and Xbox and Steam aren't bringing in that kind of money. Yeah, a part of it's mobile gaming. A part of it is also, like, the 5 to 1 ratio in cost per video game, vice cost per ticket in a box office and stuff like that. Uh, but, yeah, it, there's huge money to be made. So I guess the question is, you know, Sony bought Bungie for $3.6 billion over under Bungie's deal. EA is going to cost more or less? Mm, I'll go over because of the licensing. I, I think it's an easy over, over $3.6 billion. Now, yeah. here's the, the real one. Over under the Blizzard acquisition cost for Microsoft, which was $68 billion. Under. Under for sure. I don't know if it's a for sure. But I, I do think it's going to come going, in under. I'm going Walter Payton, all... thirty-four billion. Go Walter Payton, thirty-four billion. Sweetness, Maybe. that sweetness, Billy. But you know, Blizzard did have a have a lot kind of packaged into that. Um, Man, Blizzard's got monthly a little more... subscription games. Like you can't compete with that fifteen ninety-nine a month fucking money rolling in, bro. You can't. Maybe not. So I, I, I'm curious to see if uh, where that's going to shake out. I think it's be closer, but I don't think it's going to go over that Blizzard deal. So somewhere in the future. We'll hear because it looks like EA is trying to get out of that company as quickly as possible. All right, but we can uh, continue to push with some other tech topics and stuff. And uh, this one, I guess, is another you know foot in the door in entertainment slash going into my you know little hobbies here and NFTs and crypto uh, as we tend to open up our tech topics with. And the first one being that Spotify is now looking to 
get into some NFT gallery game and display NFTs in Spotify channels for for music artists. Uh, and at first, I was trying to figure out what this yeah, even meant. Like, uh, like yeah. uh, what is the Spotify's exp- <laughs> like for one. Who's looking at their screen when they're playing Spotify? You know what I mean? Like this is this is one of the weird things. Like if people were looking at their screen during playing Spotify, do you think Spotify would have already monetized well, do, that? Right? They'd be I playing the music Spotify, videos and commercials. And- I do put Spotify on my Xbox when I'm listening to music at the house because my Xbox goes through my surround sound, so I get way better music quality if I stream Spotify through my Xbox than any like mp3 player throughout my house so like well, there it you occasionally now, is on a screen at my house i ain't gonna lie <laughs> well now if you go and play some some of those bangers from steve aoki you can uh you can have it cycle through his nft collection no, i'm putting on uh, i'm putting on like a virgin <laughs> i want those twat twigs son <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for those that didn't last week, you did not get that joke. Yeah, <laughs> but this this NFT collection for Spotify, yeah, they're rolling out to a couple test individuals like Stevie Aoki, who is like he's his own meme in the NFT world. Like he's generally considered like the the top signal. Steve Aoki is like famously buys these big projects after they've got like this huge hype and like people track his wallets. And when he buys into a project, it, it goes all over Twitter as like, everybody dump Stevie Aoki. Aoki's in. We've hit the he's, top. He's the <laughs> NFT mush. He's the <laughs> NFT mush. <laughs> so he's, he's his own meme in the NFT world. And now his <laughs> NFT project is... Uh, is going to be, you know, a Spotify experiment. And then the Wombats, I don't even know who the Wombats are, but I think they apparently have music and they have an NFT project. Um, I, I think that this has a future, like it's a fun and interesting little test thing. Um, th- I think NFT music and NFT artists, uh, like gone is the day of selling mixed ta- CDs and stuff out your trunk, trying to get, uh, you know, seen. Now it's you having your own Discord and having your own Twitter following and selling cheap NFTs that are the licensing to your songs. Uh, I've got a song from an artist that, that I support that I like, and the song may never, it will probably never make me money, but it's kind of like a, you know, whatever. It's a Patreon. It's a, it's a GoFundMe. It's a supporting of a, of a new artist. Uh, and I think that we're going to see more of this. And as you see more of it, I think that those NFTs uh, like that have digital images or digital videos att- attached to the licensing of the song in an NFT, then maybe Spotify can integrate that stuff when we're looking at well, 10 years down I mean, the road. That's essentially what a lot of NFT should be, right? Like you, you find the artists you like that don't have a big following that you want to support. And it used to be like the only way you could support them is to, to buy an album or to buy a t-shirt or, you know what I mean? Or something like that. It's just another option to, to take that, you know, mediocre to low level artist and you know support support them in a way that that'll help promote their career and and you know feed themselves <laughs> like there's yeah i think i think like after the nft craze and and with spotify and youtube and everything we forget that there still are a lot of good struggling artists out there that you know are sitting in open mic nights and fucking you know I, with a hat on the street playing music for people like it, it still exists in in this day and age it does but and i think a lot of that open mic night and hat on the street is going to 
live streaming on Twitch and which I think is great. Sell and, and yeah. selling an NFT, right? Yeah, and yeah. selling an NFT with rights to your song. Uh, so I, I think that there's a lot of that heading that direction. So I think in the future th- there actually might be some use for this. But right now it, it just looks like a weird decision from uh, from Spotify. But I guess whatever everybody's getting on the NFT train while NFTs are tanking and, <laughs> and the market's <laughs> crashing. <laughs> Keep it coming. <laughs> Steve Hilke just bought all the tokens. <laughs> He's like, give me all of the tokens. <laughs> but talk more entertainment and crashing into my domain of nfts uh you know our domain you're an nft guy now too uh <laughs> the you know spike lee is also using nfts to fund films and this is just another interesting kind of use of nfts uh you know we talk about quentin tarantino trying to do this i don't that quentin tarantino nft never actually ended up happening i think he like still was fighting with the movie studios and who owns the rights to uh to what was it, the Pulp Fiction NFTs that he was going to try to use? So yeah, I, who I the rights that, to monetize it I as think NFTs? the legalities lie in trying to NFT existing movies. But if you so, go but forward... But that's what Spike Lee's doing here. Yeah. But Spike Lee owns all the rights to his movies, right? Oh. He's He does everything with his movies. Yeah. And that's what Spike Lee's doing here is he is taking... Uh, his, one of his original movies. I'm trying to remember the the name of it right now. I'll have to pull up the article. Uh, it's his character, the the Mars Blackman character that used to be on like the Jordan commercials and stuff like that. From uh, she's got to be the it. shoes. It's got to be the um, shoes. Yeah, and uh, you know this movie's from 1986, right? Like, and it's sort of it's his kind of breakout movie, and he's taking still images from that movie and releasing them as NFTs and. In it, it's raising funds for this project that he has that's going to go towards uh, funding movies from new emerging directors and creators and stuff like that. So he's using it as his own kind of play money to, to fund uh, and support young artists. It's just an interesting, again, just an interesting concept. Like, I, I like this version of sometimes some celebrities and people getting into the crypto and NFT space is like, Whatever, just if you're gonna sell stuff, sell it, have a plan, do good with it, um, or provide value to people. Uh, there's another one that, like, I'm actually a part of, and it's from uh, you, Matt Lillard from old Scream fame and Shaggy from, from Scooby Doo movies. Stuff like that. <laughs> he's he's got an NFT project that uh, that is being used to fund a movie, and it's all like transparent. Like, this is how much they mint, they're it's minting for. This is how much money they're raising. This is the budget. To, they're it's making a, a horror DAO. movie. It's a Dow yeah. movie studio. And they're making a horror movie and they're showing exactly how much the movie costs. They're going to do like behind the scenes stuff that they're going to release in Discord to show people what's going on in production for the movie. And it's like, okay, I'll buy one of those and just like, I don't know, feel feel like I'm hanging out inside this this weird little business and well, I'm, get I'm a peek behind it. And I'll get a free these, movie ticket when it comes out. Yeah, I'm all for all these aspects of creators being able to fund their their projects without having to give up their entire goddamn life to these major studios and record execs you know like it's 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 a big deal to to be able to own your own rights and to to own your creations i don't think people realize how much you have to give away to a lot of these studios to to um to make a profit you know or just get your get your project off the ground you know, I mean, just look at what Brandon Sanderson did with the Kickstarter. Like, oh you, yeah, he brought in a stupid amount of money. You, you know, it was some like fifty million almost. Like, it's it was insane for for like six books that he wrote on his spare time. You know, like it's with those kind of options, it really makes like studios and and publishers and and everybody else have to really be like, okay, we're going to help you, but we're not going to take everything. You know, like they're. 
I remember the 90s, and the 90s was like a heyday of just like record execs raping. Oh, yeah. Just, <laughs> ar- just raping artists, you know, like, and then that's partly why like Napster and, and all those things came out. And, and now we're at the age of Spotify and, and YouTube, and it gives people options, you know, like it was hard for a Master P to come out of the, out of like New Orleans just selling tapes out of his trunk for fucking years driving around the country selling mixtapes out of his trunk to make it you know we're we'll see a lot more of those master p type entrepreneurs chance the rappers you know brandon sanderson's they're they're going to be able to 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 say you know what i don't need to sell my soul to get my content out there i have a good product if i put some of it out there i can get a fan base and my fan base will help me get you know get my name out. I, I I think that's great. I just I just think it all it's all great. Yeah. I'm I'm curious to to see the direction that these things go. I think there's a lot of uh kind of interesting places that, that people can take NFTs, take that stuff as far as yeah I just, raising money I just for really all kinds have, of things. I have a problem with people that have that make no contribution to the art world or to the to to society and just take huge profits for for creating nothing hedge funds and and fucking you know like like all these studios like you people have no creative fucking instinct whatsoever yet you reap the lion's share of all the profits of other people's work go fuck yourself i hope you die (laughs) (laughs) don't type that because you'll get banned on facebook nobody quote me (laughs) (laughs) well while we're talking about the potential good uses of NFT and interesting kind of use cases of NFTs, just another signal that NFTs are about to die and be gone forever uh, is more celebrities getting into the NFT stuff in just weird ways. And now eBay, yes, the online marketplace is entering into the NFT world, starting with a Wayne Gretzky, Legends of Wayne Gretzky hockey NFT project uh, with like 13 limited edition digital collectibles I mean, this, uh, th- that they're selling. This makes total sense though, right? Like eBay is known for selling your like shitty used hockey stick. Well, your shitty fucking worthless <laughs> NFT can be right next to it now. <laughs> so it's just again, you know, they're, so they're starting or part, eBay's partnering with a uh, a platform called One of and it's going to be another NFT platform backed by eBay and except this this is just a signal that like NFTs blew up, got too big. It's time to move on. Like <laughs> maybe it's just time to shut shut the doors on NFTs uh, as everything is coming out of the woodworks uh, in support of it, and trying to experiment within uh, monetizing it. Wayne Gretzky is just such a weird name. To, like, it is like this. I said like this is just a sign that like this has just gotten to a weird spot. It's gotten to a weird place. But uh, this one, let's, let's let's keep going. I, I, More I, I, NFTs. I do. I, lo- I do <laughs> love this stories one. for days. I don't, well I, don't, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's because we record story. with our phones in front of us and we've just totally fucked the algorithm of news articles that we can find on the internet. But like, it seems like tech just is taking a break to crypto and NFT. No, hundred like I, I legitimately I scrawl everything and like I go went through like. Can we get a new uh, robot te- arm in this motherfucker? Technology like- Reddit, <laughs> Tech News Reddit, and everything, like, you know, the other things we've talked about so far, you know, with the acquisitions of EA and stuff like that, that came from, from me scrolling through those things. But, like, no, it's just there isn't – it doesn't it doesn't seem to be a ton of movement. I, I know, um, man. In, in other sectors. We haven't like, gotten a new or just, robot or a fucking... Just not as fast as what is happening in the crypto and NFT space, right? Because it's so new and everything's kind of headlines. But this headline is worthy of it. Like I this. love it. I love it. <laughs> so, I fucking love it. So this week, 
or I guess this week we get bad news, but there was a a, a dating app for the, it was called the the Lonely Board Apes and uh, dating app for people who like NFTs who have board apes. Uh, and you know what? Unfortunately, I had to shut down this week. <laughs> Because there was a vastly uneven ratio of men to women. Well, no shit. Yeah, like, no are you kidding me? Shit. <laughs> are no you kidding me right now? Shit. <laughs> like, there is. I have yet to see some chick in a bar with a with a cell phone flashing everybody her her fucking NFT like on some fucking humble brag. Like, <laughs> like if it's amazing to me that. Somebody put in the work to create this thing, and they didn't think this through. They didn't think about how it was going to just be nothing but men. Like for real. Like I like in there had to have been a way to figure out these demographics prior to launching this fucking thing. You know, and like can can you imagine the spam like the six chicks on this app got? Like, can you imagine the spam? Like, you want to have a really plentiful dating app, Pinterest dating app. I said it. I said it right now. Trademark that shit. Create that shit. You get, you can swipe left on some kitchen cabinets and a dude. Like, it's going to be, it's going to be epic. Lonely ass dudes, you need to be scrolling Pinterest if you want to get, get that check, man. I'm telling you. Well, some of the interesting aspects to this app was that you could filter like who you saw in the app or who you matched with in the app based off of their NFT value. Their NFT like floor prices and stuff like that. So you could say like, oh, I only want to see people with a floor price greater than eighty ETH or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. And actually, that's me, not a bad that, idea. Gold Digger Central. Gold Digger to, Central. To me, that is that's absolutely hilarious, right? Like that is that's like the equivalent of of going into. I don't know, whatever, eHarmony or Match.com <laughs> and being able to filter out based off of people's like Zillow home value. <laughs> like, yes, <laughs> yes. So I, I do have a funny story about ratios that has nothing to do with our show, but I'm going to tell it anyways. So I'm a I'm a reality show degenerate and I, I fucking love Vanderpump Rules. Like, uh, so what? <laughs> At me, I don't give a fuck. Okay. I don't even know what that is. I know, I know. It's okay. It's okay. It's all about fucking millennial servers for Bravo Real Housewives. They work at the restaurant. That's quick. That's quick synopsis. It's been on for like eight, nine years. So now these characters are like in deep. You know, they're they're not even like nobodies anymore. Like everybody knows yeah, who they are. they're celebrities themselves. <clears throat> so one of them, a few of them got kicked off the show last season because of, of some comments they made. I've always been a fan of Stasi, So she wrote a new book and she was doing a book signing in Naperville out here at, at the local like <laughs> like place. So my girlfriend wanted to, to meet her and you know, I was like, okay, I'm down. So I bought tickets. We both got an autographed book and we go meet her. Well, you had to sit in the auditorium and wait for your like number to get called to go take a picture with her and everything. And I'm sitting in this room. I was probably like out of, of 250, 300 dudes or 300 people. I was like one of five dudes, like one of <laughs> one of five dudes. And and because she's like this reality star now that is like this typical, like basic bitch kind of chick, Starbucks, <laughs> knee high boots, you know, Uggs, like the whole auditorium was filled with like nothing but blonde chicks between the ages of 25 and 35 with like shoulder padded blazers and like, you know, like... 
<laughs> bottles of wine and shit. And I'm just looking around like, man, I wish I, w- I wish I had more single friends because I'd be blowing up their fucking phones right now. Like, hey, y'all need to come buy this book. <laughs> y'all, need, y'all need to come buy this book in this auditorium right now. Because I, I, I told my girlfriend, I was like, if you were a dude in a well-tailored suit and walk through this door, I said I would have to swim out of here. The panties would just be dropping. <laughs> Uh, (laughs) it was was so true but like yeah if we're gonna start making dating apps based off bullshit like y'all are looking in the wrong areas man like bravo needs to have their own dating app like pinterest there's there's a few like go in case you're you're an investor you're working too hard all you had to do is go to that downton abbey premiere last week Man, I don't see. I, I don't know about that crowd. I don't know about that crowd. <laughs> like, I, I got a feeling that's some homely ass bitches right there. <laughs> Ooh, if you continue hit on the don't don't Navy fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> you you want a chick in some some nice ass pants and a blazer? You go you go to that Stasi book signing. You want sweatpants and a band shirt? Let's go. <laughs> You go to that Down Abbey premiere, buddy. I I know which one I'm going to. Oh, the worst. <laughs> All right, let's let's keep uh, let's keep this train moving here on on some nerd topics. <laughs> and uh, where where do we leave off here? Oh yeah, uh, we've got more NFT stuff. Uh, the uh, just a couple of things. Another interesting story coming out of NFT Willand is uh, OpenSea, the biggest uh, platform, is launching a Seaport marketplace. Which really, the only notable thing is it's open market, open protocol that anybody can build on. Like OpenSea is going to build uh, and sell things through it, but anybody can go in and create a, a a or use that protocol to sell and swap NFTs. And one of the more interesting aspects of it is it's really like the first one that is going to allow you to swap not just like ETH or other cryptocurrencies for NFTs, but also to like swap NFTs for NFTs. So I can trade you three of whatever I've got for one NFT of what you've got or, or whatever else, which sounds like a great idea. I'm just going to warn all you nerds now before you get into that. Like taxes are coming and I don't know how you're going <laughs> to evaluate that. Like I don't know how you are going <laughs> to clean up that transaction when you sell $100,000 worth of NFTs as a swap for other, va- other well, ones. So, like, but I luck. think that's kind of bullshit because if you're going to come at me for my seaport trans- trades like you better go get that 12 year old with the fucking $100 Yu-Gi-Oh card then too assholes. Like, <laughs> like, like if you, if you want to come and fucking beat down my door with uncle sam's handout because i traded two two monkeys for a fucking mutant like you need to go find that dude with a fucking charizard on the street corner and (laughs) shake that fucking little kid upside down for your fucking change too okay like all fair is fair then if they could they absolutely would so (laughs) (laughs) i'm not I'm I'm certain that there's tax laws on that too. Little Timmy uh, going to have to pay to fuck up. <laughs> All right, and then just more NFT marketplaces. GameStop announced that they have their marketplace, which they hinted at a while we, ago. We, we talked about uh, this. We talked about that. At GameStop talking about it, uh, but now they've actually released a uh, an Ethereum wallet uh, that is it's like having a MetaMask wallet or any coinbase wallet or whatever else uh there is an ethereum wallet ran by gamestop uh and it's it's using a a, a specific cryptocurrency called loopring as a as a layer two so it should be able to transact 
cheaper and everything else as a layer two uh, is using the security of Ethereum, this network, but managing its transactions on top of it in a different way that, that reduces gas costs, not getting too nerded out on, uh, on all of it. I, here, ju- I just think this is funny because they could only do this because of the stonks, right? Oh, absolutely! Right. And, so, so and if you if you bought if you bought GameStop and you, you better held the get stonk, you better get like, a wallet. This is what you got. This is what you all got. All you Wall Street I bets nerds, I hope you're proud. Absolutely, <laughs> all you Wall Street bets nerds, you, you better have one of these wallets. You better be padding like the the user numbers so that way, like all you holding those bags, like yeah, I promise you, you want this to succeed, right? Yeah, like, for sure, for I sure, you, you want this to succeed. And uh, I mean, it, it's an interesting concept gamestop has you know they, they do have name recognition they also do have millions of people but that's who the funny the thing is because their name recognition has always been shit everybody hated game stocks until GameStop until until stonks until, right. stonks, until it made everybody a whole bunch of money <laughs> like for decades it was like fuck this place give me two dollars for my 30 dollar fucking video game like hey you got a nice little console there here 40 bucks like oh, fuck yeah. you but you're so fucking broke and poor you take the fucking 40 bucks so you could buy a week's worth of mac and cheese so you don't starve at 22 like, 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 <laughs> so everybody fucking hated them you know and then all of a sudden like people buy a couple shares and be you know make a chunk of money and everybody loves gamestop like it's just such a fucked up story it's so weird yeah I'm going to download the wallet just because whatever. It's just one more digital wallet for me to have. But I'm going to have my stonk wallet. Like, this is going to happen. <laughs> so, like, I just want to laugh. It's like, oh, you want to store your NFT wallet here? Oh, it's worth like 10 ETH? We'll give you 0.05. We'll give you, yeah, we'll we'll give give you, you 0.05. And <laughs> <laughs> like, But right now, there's a whole bunch of motherfuckers with some NFTs that'll take that 0.05. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're they're going to cash in right now on the, on, the, on the NFT death. All right. And then uh, last story here in crypto space. This is not NFTs. It's just general crypto. Uh, and we'll see if this happens. But the Ethereum founder, uh, Vitalik uh, Buterin, he came out and said that the anticipated merge uh, from current ethereum to uh, ethereum 2 going from proof of work to proof of stake it will happen in august and then he caveated that later saying it will happen in august unless unforeseen challenges or something else takes place which is what's been happening unforeseen challenges have delayed this quite a bit that's why Uh, i don't believe any of this shit i don't believe it at all the only reason why it does look closer is they have successfully on their some of their test nets they have successfully uh transitioned and didn't crash on the test nets. Uh, they're rolling out their biggest test net uh, on June 8th. And assuming that that play, plays out like uh, like their smaller scale test nets, uh, if, that, if that's stable on June 8th for that mo- two months between you know then and August, then there's a good chance that like they actually will be ready to, to roll it over uh, in, in August. We which, figured they got then- it. They got to get this thing out, man, with with Polygon picking up every week more and more with Soul and all these other, you know, competitive kind of uh, blockchains that, you know, Ethereum's giving away market cap. Every every day that they don't roll over, they're giving away market cap because of the extremely high gas fees. I mean, I mint something in- on Polygon. It costs fractions of a cent. Fractions of a penny. You know? Right. <laughs> like, you mint something on fucking Ethereum, you're talking anywhere from 11 bucks to 300 on average. Right. But just remember, like, Polygon is still Ethereum, right? Polygon is a layer two on top of the Ethereum blockchain. <clears throat> so they're not sacrificing 
like they're just Polygon is efficiently using the block space on Ethereum as a layer two protocol, still using and relying on the security aspects of what Ethereum provides to do it. So like there's there's a, a big difference there. And I don't think like Ethereum doesn't necessarily care if all NFTs go through Ethereum. In the end, I think that's going to still be the biggest standard. And switching over to proof uh, proof of stake, vice proof of work is not going to be an immediate like drastic reduction in gas fees and, and everything else. Now, the big thing that they're going to get is they get to then stop letting everybody shit on NFTs and stuff as being this environmental disaster. And then from the day that the day they switch from proof of work to proof of stake, uh, they are no longer an environmental disaster. Now, instead of, you know, hundreds of thousands or millions of nodes trying to solve that algorithm to verify that transaction, now they just assign it to one computer. So every block that transacts is just getting is getting verified by single nodes. Uh, and the power consumption to transact or do anything on Ethereum goes to completely negligible. So that whole old argument of cryptocurrency being terrible for the environment, uh, like Bitcoin still proof of work for a while still, uh, but Ethereum being the second largest one and NFT specifically being mostly ran on Ethereum uh, solutions, that whole argument disappears that day. Yeah, I mean, I... I got Ethereum stakes on 2.0, so I'm waiting for this to drop because I can't even touch that shit till it does. Yeah. Like my shit's locked away until this shit comes out. So I've been waiting. So we'll see. That's it. I'm hoping it happens in August. Like it'd be good to stop talking about the merge and just let it happen. All right. I'm done talking about crypto. So we got a couple other just uh just tech and space news stories to to hit. And we've got this week, a very interesting decision being made by the uh, the D.C. Attorney General, uh, who has opened up a lawsuit about Cambridge Analytica. Yes, that's that story that we talked about years ago uh, about yeah using data breaches to manipulate uh, kind of information, election interference, all kinds of things that it was done not just in the United States but globally. Uh, and the lawsuit's been opened up, but didn't get opened up against the company of Facebook or Meta now. But they're suing Mark Zuckerberg over his role uh, in the Cambridge Analytica data breach. I don't understand how this works legally because if you could, so you know, I have an LLC, so technically my personal is protected from my business. Like that's the wall you build, so that if something happens in your your business, they can take anything associated with your business, but they can't come after my house. They can't come after you know my personal you know holdings. I, I don't understand how he can be personally sued for something he's done as CEO. And if he can, how the fuck aren't these goddamn pharmaceutical company CEOs in jail or being sued for? So a lot of them have been sued. Uh, you know, the, the man, what's the family behind like the, all the oxycodone uh, stuff got, got sued personally. So CEOs do get sued. Like you can break the corporate structure uh, if you can directly blame the person behind it as, as violating <laughs> law or not you know in their position uh protecting or following same thing with same uh, thing procedures. with the uh the um the housing bubble how is how is that how is how's the ceo of of all these uh these banks that were giving out these mortgages and shit like how are they not being sued how are they not in jail like if if we could well again it, some do and and so I think like there's there are absolute ways and part of the way that I think they're able to sue Zuckerberg or they're gonna they're gonna argue that they can sue him directly is like Zuckerberg as far as like the tech companies go Facebook is an anomaly because Zuckerberg has put himself as like the Facebook czar and he really like all decisions do go through him or they have gone through him historically uh, like it it wasn't a leadership by committee business Facebook was very much Zuckerberg. Uh, 
And because of that, I think he he actually loses a lot of that sheltering himself uh, by just saying like, oh well, the company made decisions along the way, the board made decisions, and this is the this is the direction we we went that sacrificed privacy or hid privacy. It's like no, they can make a clear line and say like, oh no, there was a huge data breach. You did not disclose it. You did not provide the information. You allowed it to continue and persist over time. And oh, you were aware of it the entire time as the CEO because nothing happened in that business that you weren't aware of. I mean, you might be right. I just don't hear about it. I don't see the articles because I just don't understand how... I mean, we have corporations poisoning the environment. I don't see anybody getting sued or going to jail. We have corporations you know, tanking economies. I don't see anybody really being held accountable. I, I mean, like I said, I haven't done a deep dive into it. I just, this is like the first time you, I've actually seen an article where like a group is going to sue the shit out of, out of the CEO. The one with the, the, the Oxycontin, I think yeah, you was might. Purdue Pharma it, yeah, or whatever I, else. I think they had to pay I like billions I of dollars. I might have heard of that one. Now yeah, that you, the, now the, that you the, mentioned the Sackler, it. The Sackler family who was behind <laughs> Purdue Pharma, they had to pay like four and a half billion dollars or six billion dollars, some wildly huge number. Uh, and they were sued individually. But I thought that wasn't. Because of, I thought that was because they they like literally broke the law in distribution. It's it's because they they hid how addictive it was. They continued to sell. They they turned a blind eye to how much oxycontin was getting sold to specific like neighborhoods where like there were more pills being sold to certain areas than the population. Yeah, because uh, there were certain doctors that were just writing scripts and they just pretended like they didn't know any of that information. Uh, and they said like, nope, you as the CEOs, you as the people who made hundreds of billions of dollars doing this, you absolutely knew or you should have known and they held them liable for it. So like there, there's there's precedent out there. This is a nerd stuff, but like there's there's a way to go at a, a founder or go after a CEO. And I think Zuckerberg is, is in a position to, to be held liable personally for the failings of Facebook as like the original creator, the founder. He's never relinquished control. Uh, and he, he does sit as the, the top czar well, of, of that entire structure. Go get him because I've, I've, most of our friends are, are Illinois-based. So my Facebook feed has been filled with everybody getting their Zuck bucks this week over the yeah. last two weeks. So those that don't remember, we did the story of... Illinois has facial recognition uh, laws on the books, and Facebook uh, breached those laws and got sued for a whole shit ton of money. And uh, we we promoted it on the show to get everybody get on that list if you qualify for your settlement. Well, everybody I know just got three hundred and ninety seven dollars, boy. <laughs> like that's a nice little that's, that's a yep. nice little check to come in the mail, man. I like I, I that don't know shit if I'm makes you happy because I don't live in Illinois anymore, but I did live in Illinois. During the time frame that uh, that the lawsuit was eligible, so I well check I filed, your bank account because my shit, my shit went uh, direct deposit. So I was Ooh, waiting for I, I was waiting for my <laughs> I was waiting for my check. I'm like, man, I didn't get my check, oh. and I checked I really, my bank account. I'm like, happen. oh shit, I got it five days ago. My bad. <laughs> it would be it, it would be more satisfying if I had that Zuck check. Yeah, I know. If I had I like know. the piece of paper check, like, I don't ever want to do a piece of paper check unless it's that. <laughs> All right, but let's we'll talk about this lawsuit as it goes. As it's going to have a, a, a kind of a ripple effect on again the, the these tech companies and data privacy. We talk a lot about uh, the need for better data privacy, data regulation, um, data ownership for for us as consumers. And uh, this lawsuit, I think, is it, it's going to be a big one. Uh, I think it'll it'll definitely set a precedent on kind of standards and uh, and liability in the face of uh, of large scale data breaches. But let's talk a little bit about some space as we uh, we wrap up the show here. The Boeing Starliner that 
has just been a shit show for <laughs> for two years now, uh, trying to link up with uh, with the International Space Station. It finally made its successful uh, voyage there, uh, getting launched last week into space, found itself into orbit, was able to link up and dock to the International Space Station. This is all autonomous. There's there's no humans on it right now. This was just their test flight, the humanless test flight. Uh, it docked into the space station. Individuals on the space station did a little tour of it, floated themselves into the into the pod, into the Starliner pod. I have a feeling like there was a five minute. You go in. No, I'm not going in. You go in. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's on its journey back now, uh, and it's set to splash down in the ocean. I think tomorrow uh, or the day of of the release of the show. Uh, so unless that thing blows up on its reentry or whatever else. Pretty successful uh, for for Boeing Starliner, which has just been a complete drain on like Boeing and a mess uh, that they've used uh, to steal some of the spotlight from them crashing planes. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I, I I just have like a feeling like like Elon just watches all this and he just goes splash down like <laughs> like you have to fish your shit out of the ocean. You can't just land it on an aircraft carrier. You bums didn't didn't his uh. It, the, the Crew Dragon pods, they still splash in the ocean. Do they? It's just the rockets that yeah. come back? Yeah, it's just the rockets that land and recover. <laughs> yeah, I, all I know is if I'm on a space station and Boeing pulls up, I'll take the next Uber. <laughs> <laughs> you can have this one. You I'll, take it Spacecock instead? I, I, I would take more Spacecock over Boeing bombs. <laughs> <laughs> well, That's 100. Way, it's, it's now another capable uh pod and uh in order to to launch people to the international space station eventually to whatever moon base is set up or, or whatever else boeing's in the mix now uh they're not going to go bankrupt before they figure this out man i just had i just had a thought like what where is south park with space cock like have, are they on hiatus for too long like, like like how do no, how, sure how do we not one. have a whole space have cock episode from start <laughs> from south park yet because it's just saying space cock reminded me of the movie orgasmo stunt cock <laughs> 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 oh. <laughs> so it's like, huh? Like, how do we, how do we not have that episode yet? It might be out there. I don't know. I haven't watched. I haven't watched. I've South watched. Park in a I've long watched time. a decent amount. I, like, I, I don't catch everyone. So if it's out there, somebody, somebody, send me a link or give me an episode number. All right, and then uh, last little bit of space news to to end the show. We got uh, the Department of Defense has come out that they're looking to to create two nuclear spe- uh, propelled spacecraft by 2027. And uh I mean, should this be a shocker? We got we got submarines. I, I was saying, like, I'm not fucking surprised by crazy like, being powered the, by nuclear are, power. The, the United States Navy has the most nuclear reactors in the world, like between their aircraft carriers and submarines. Like they are nuclear power plants exist in heavy uh, usage in the United States Navy. Uh, the Department of Defense taking that technology, like yeah, if you're willing to float that in the oceans and in the ports, that like <laughs> with hundreds of people, people on realize, them. with hundreds you know, like, of people when on people them. show up to like Fleet Week in New York City and stuff like that, and they're cheering for the ships out off the coast and stuff like that, they forget like that's an active nuclear reactor and like, <laughs> <laughs> might want to might want to wear a lead vest. <laughs> people just don't like, but no, everybody wants to pretend like it's not safe. No, it's completely safe. Well, and that's the thing is like there's things. this there's this big big kind of like looking down on nuclear power and i don't understand why like i mean i do understand why there's there's been some accidents but that's like all people focus on you know is the chernobyl the was it three mile island or whatever um and fukushima like these are these are very small 
instances when you think about the amount of nuclear reactors we have out there. You know, and as we move more towards an electric, you know, cars and electric trucks, and we're going to have to power these, you know, these these home batteries and everything like that, we have to look at our energy consumption and how we generate our energy. And nuclear is never really put on the table. You know, people are willing to put acres of solar panels and and fucking acres of wind farms up, you know, that that everybody has to see. But nobody wants to talk about how efficient and environmentally safe nuclear power is. Yeah, I mean. The days of Ninja Turtle sludge being associated with a nuclear (laughs) power plant are over. They're over. Like, let's be real. I think the Simpsons ruined this. Yeah, the Simpsons (laughs) did ruin it. (laughs) Fucking Homer. (laughs) Fucking Homer. (laughs) But, no, I mean, this is, it's an interesting concept to do this in space. Uh, Like, you know, if you're going to progress the space force and stuff into like hey actual like capabilities in space uh having you know moon space stations and these 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 larger structures that are going to exist in space makes complete sense to do it uh with a fuel source that can last years with just like regular like engineering maintenance but you don't need additional fuel requirements you don't need whatever else and then like yeah whatever when you're done nuclear waste just punch that shit out the window let that float away not a big deal <laughs> so it, it, all of it this makes sense uh it the only thing that i find surprising in this article is a is a time frame of 2027, five years from now. The DOD doesn't get shit done in five years. I, so. <laughs> I really have to believe that at this point, if there are if there is alien life and they drive by, they just look at us as like the trailer park of space, just trash everywhere, throw, just <laughs> constantly throwing shit out into the outer space front lawn. <laughs> And we're yeah. still all for it. Just shoot it to the fucking side. Who gives a fuck? Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we are that neighbor just flicking cigarette butts onto the curb. <laughs> you disgusting son of a bitch. <laughs> all right, but uh, that's the last last story there. That's a week in news. And uh, I don't know. Let's, uh, let's all join us over at the nerdcantina.com forward slash community. Have some conversations over there. Let's, let's talk about the glorious... What is it, Top Gun Maverick this weekend? I was going to say, like, like man, when I, by this time next week, I will be returning from the fucking danger zone, okay? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, 100%, I will be returning from the danger zone. Straight Highway 2. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's what we got to look forward to this weekend. We'll talk about it next week. I want to take uh, my Breath well Away remix in there. Like, give me a Dua Lipa version. Like, like, <laughs> I, want, I want all of the things. I want just, all I want all of the things. <laughs> Well, we'll we'll see. I, I'm gonna see it this weekend, so I'm I'm back home, not traveling. All right, I'm all right. Here, 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 here's here's an under over for you. What are, what are the odds on the one black pilot dying in the movie? <laughs> <laughs> give, give me the odds. Oh, that, that's that's an under. <laughs> that's that's an under for sure, for sure. Okay, real quick. Back in the day when the first when one of the Transformers came out, I went to see it with like all my rapper friends, like all my rapper I was, friends. I was there. I was with you. Were, were you there? I was there. You're never <laughs> there. You're fucking never I there. I was there. <laughs> and, and one of my my rapper buddies who isn't with us anymore, rest in peace, La. He, he walks out of theater. And we're all we're all happy about the movie, and you're like, "How are they gonna kill the one black transformer?" 
Like, we can't have fucking nothing in this world. <laughs> and, and, and we I all couldn't had to pause for a second, man. and we were like, "No, yeah, you're like, like we all stood in that parking lot, like, oh shit, like I got nothing for you, la. Jazz did that. I, right. I got nothing for you, bro. Like, y'all know that was the black transformer. How the fuck they could kill that black transformer? <laughs> oh, it's like this has got to be like an inside Hollywood trend at this point, like." like <laughs> <laughs> so yeah definite under definite fucking under yeah <laughs> all right that's it all right see you next we'll talk week, to you next folks. week nerds <laughs> adios